0: Welcome to Guardians of the Family. You're here today with Kim Lowry and Amy Earle, and we are super excited to have our first guest with us today, and our first guest is my sister, Natalie Spaulding, and I'm going to talk a little bit about Natalie, and then I'll tell you why we've invited her here today, but um, I'm the oldest of nine kids, and Natalie is one of the youngest, and I say one of the youngest because Natalie has a twin sister, Emily, and I was, what, 16 when you guys were born? Mm-hmm. And so Natalie's, you know, I've just, Natalie's just always been my little sister, you know. <laughs> but, um, but it's so fun to have her here today. Natalie has a cute little family. She has an 11-month-old daughter named Stevie. And her and her husband live in Idaho Falls? Twin Falls. <laughs> Which one? Twin Falls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible. I live 3,000 miles away from Natalie, so... <laughs>
1: They're similar. It's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Natalie graduated from Utah State with a degree in what, Natalie? Political science. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to say it was wrong. Um, So today we are talking about confidence. And this goes along with our theme of becoming so much. So our our theme for this year is becoming, becoming who we want to be, becoming who our Heavenly Father wants us to be. And I felt like confidence fit that so well. And I think is one of the most important things that we are talking about so far, because so much hinges on our confidence and our self-worth and how we feel about ourselves. And especially as we try to become. And so the, I got the idea of talking about confidence from my sister Natalie, and one day I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw, um, you know, how Instagram shows you those accounts that you should follow, and Natalie's face was there with Natalie's name, and I thought, I'm already following Natalie. Why is it recommending that I follow Natalie? I thought maybe one of my kids had unfollowed her as they were looking at my Instagram, but I clicked on it, and it was a new account that Natalie had, and the new account is Confident Self. Is that correct, Natalie? And, um,
1: Mm -hmm. That's the
0: confidence. And so it was, Natalie has this new account talking about confidence and I loved reading through her account. So if you have a minute, go, go check it out and read through it. But um, it was so inspiring to me. And I thought, I told Amy, we have to do a podcast on confidence and we need to have Natalie come and talk to us about why she started this account and why she thinks it's an important topic. So I'm going to turn the time over to Natalie to introduce herself a little bit and talk about her Instagram account and why she feels confidence is important.
1: Okay, well, thank you, Kim. I'm so happy to be here today. I'm honored that you guys would have me on here. Um, I started my account, it all started when I was listening to a blogger. She was getting interviewed, and someone asked her, if there's one thing in the world that you could teach your kids, what, what would it be? And she said that she wanted to teach them to have confidence. And that really stood out to me because, first of all, that's not like the normal answer you normally hear. Normally you hear something like, I want my kids to know how much I love them or something like that. And then I just thought, really, out of everything in the world, confidence is, is the most important thing. So I was surprised by that. And then I was thinking about it, and then I started to notice how many people around me and on social media didn't have much confidence in themselves or their abilities. And so I feel like I've always been a pretty confident person, so I didn't notice it as much. I'm not confident in everything I do, but I've been pretty confident, so I didn't know how big of an issue it was until I started noticing it. And then I started reading and studying about confidence. And to me, confidence and happiness go hand in hand. They're pretty similar to each other. And I started studying it, and then I realized that it's important to have confidence in every aspect of your life that you do and it's not just the big things if you're going to do something grand you need to have confidence but you need to have confidence to be able to say hi to a stranger or be able to go out of your way to do something nice for your neighbor or something like that and so i decided i wanted to start an account where create an account or a space where I could show people and talk about how important it is to have confidence in your daily life and the little things and how important it is if you want to go out and change the world and make a difference that you need to be to have confidence in them and also just to have a space where it can be for people to um, build themselves up or to see how to get confidence or to just a good support account space where people can go and just have some positive things that they see. And so that's why I created Confident Self, and it's been a fun project. I've really enjoyed it so far. Uh,
0: yeah, I love that. And I love what you said that it takes confidence to, you know, compliment others and it takes confidence to go out of your way to smile or to lift other people up. And I think that that's something I never thought about before, but it is so true. Like it takes confidence to do those little things. And so I'm really glad that you started this account, and it's um, a great idea and a And I think it's going to help a lot of people. So thank you. And thanks for being here today. Thank you. So I think first off, we should talk about what confidence is. What's the definition of confidence?
2: And what we did first was we looked this up in the dictionary. Like, okay, what is the definition of confidence? Where are we going? What are we, where are we going with this? And first we're looking at confidence, um, and it says the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, firm trust, uh, the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And then there's the self-confidence idea, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And so this idea of confidence, so confidence and self-confidence, being related but different, so, confidence is having like being able to rely on something. And as we have discussed this, and what does it mean to have confidence? And who do we rely on? How, like, how do we build this? And what does this look like? And recognizing that confidence has to come from a faith in God, confidence has to come from relying on Him and understanding that we are His children, that He has that he knows us, that he has a plan for us, all of these pieces that go together. And when we have that kind of confidence in a heavenly father who knows us, loves us, supports us, then we have more confidence in ourselves because of what it means to be a child of God. That allows us to have a personal confidence that, that is a very real and a very safe place to put our confidence or trust our
1: faith.
0: Yeah. Did and you I have think, something, Natalie?
1: <laughs> oh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, I think a lot of people try to find other ways to fill that void of confidence in their lives. And so they find these fake counterfeit confident things to do. So I think a lot of people try to use their house their big house or their nice clothes to try to make them feel like they're going to be more confident in their life and there's nothing wrong with having those things those things are all great but if you're using it to compare yourself and try to make yourself feel better then it's never going to fill that void there's always going to be somebody that has a bigger house than you or nicer clothes so you're always going to be constantly striving to be the best and you're never going to reach up to it and then you're never going to have that Fulfillment, that confidence and having confidence in the Lord that will give you.
2: One of the things that we talk and have talked a lot about over our different podcasts is the idea of counterfeits and a counterfeit. So Satan is, he is the great counterfeiter. He takes truths and all he has to do is twist one little piece and he creates a, a counterfeit that looks very similar to the truth. However, it is not and i mean i guess that's the definition of a counterfeit right so um when looking at confidence just like you were saying that like okay so true confidence comes from god that's that's the the true principle here the counterfeit is c- having faith in something else having faith in something that can be taken from us um when you're looking at those kind of things um beauty, wealth, friends, accolades, all of those things, those can all be taken from us. And how how much would Satan like us to have all of our confidence based on something that can be taken away so that if that happens, we lose all trust, all like, does that make sense? <laughs> that idea
0: that. Yeah, for sure. And um, this is where the the quote um, comparison is the thief of joy I think comes in like if we are comparing ourselves and we are putting our confidence in our abilities or these artificial things then we're comparing ourselves like Natalie said there's always going to be somebody with a bigger car there's always going to be somebody with a bigger house and so um that that takes away our joy that takes away um I don't know what I'm trying to say.
2: <laughs> well, and okay, yes, sorry, exactly. And this leads us to this next idea of humility and versus a lack of confidence. And um, okay, so we're taking our comments. I guess we should add this. We're taking our comments today from this article, um, Confidence and Self-Worth by Elder Glenn L. Pace. And this is fantastic. I encourage you guys to go look this up, print it out, read it. Um, it's really short. It's only a few pages and yet so powerful in the idea of how do we find confidence? What is, where, where do we get it? How do we grow it? Um, and he points out some really awesome, um, some really awesome points here. Yeah. So first off, um,
0: he talks about how we're all given weaknesses and that um, here he says, too often we wallow in our weaknesses so much that we do not allow weak things to become strong. And we know that God's given everybody weaknesses and, um, and he gives us weaknesses so that we can rely on him so that we can be humble and that he can help us to become strong. And so if we're always comparing our weaknesses to everybody's strengths, um, that's, you know, that's really hard especially if we don't feel like we can ever become better. So um, first off, we talk, we'll talk about a lack of confidence, and then we'll talk about um, being humble, because there's two, there are two different things. So first off, he says, to lack confidence is to have feelings of low self-worth. We are preoccupied with our weaknesses, and we lack faith in the Lord's ability to use those weaknesses for our good. We do not understand our inestimable worth in the eyes of God, nor do we appreciate our divine potential, ironically both pride and a lack of self-confidence cause us to focus excessively on ourselves and to deny the power of God in our lives and so um, when we are lacking confidence we are lacking faith in God's ability to help us take those weak things and become strong and so and prides on the other end like when we're proud we're not seeking God's help and we think we don't need God we don't we think we don't need God's help we don't ask for his help and then when we're We're lacking confidence. We're also lacking faith by asking for his help
2: as well. Yeah, and those are powerful. So this idea, this was so eye-opening to me. This idea of, because we talk a lot about pride and that we need to be humble and we need to have humility in order to, um, in our faith, but also that there's this other, part of it. And it's this lack of confidence and that truly a lack of confidence is a lack of faith mm-hmm. because we're saying, well, he can't. And right. guess what? He can, like he can do all things. And what is that scripture? I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. He yeah. can do all things. So when we have like, I can't do that. I don't have that. I This idea of this, we're actually denying God in our lives. And that was really eye-opening for me reading this.
0: Yeah, for me as well. Um, And
1: I realized too that people that focus on the counterfeit things to give them confidence, um, a lot of people resent that confidence that they have because they feel like it's vain or prideful. And so a lot of people think it's bad to have confidence in that sense, but because they are using it in the wrong way. And so it made me realize that being prideful and having a lack of confidence, they're both just equally bad. They both don't focus on the Lord. They both don't let you, they both have you focus on yourself.
0: Right. Yeah. Which is interesting that it's both, we're both, if we're too prideful and a lack of confidence, we're focusing on ourselves, which I thought was really interesting because you like when you do have a lack of confidence. I mean, we all have periods where we lack confidence and we have bad days. My mom, she always calls it a pity party. And I'll have a pity party every now and then, you know, where it's just like I want to just wallow in my troubles and just feel bad for myself, you know. <laughs> but it is that focus on yourself instead of looking outward. So the next thing he talked about was to be humble. To be humble is to recognize our utter dependence upon the Lord. We are conscious of our strengths, but we do not exalt ourselves and become prideful, for we know that all good things ultimately come from God. We are conscious of our weaknesses, but we know the Lord can use those very weaknesses to bless our lives, and that through him, as we learn from the book of Ether, our weaknesses can become strengths. And so that's the difference between being humble and lacking self-confidence is that when you're humble, you rely on the Lord and you let the Lord help you make your weak parts become strong. And I like that.
2: And it's, it's relying on the Lord with action. It's relying on the Lord and recognizing that you actually have to walk with him. You actually have to make the step. He can't do it without you. So you have to be willing to take the steps and you'll, as you do that, you will be building your confidence in God and in yourself because you recognize that the more that you, that you are this idea of weak things becoming strong, right? So you have weaknesses. He gives them to us so that we can be humble and so that we can rely on him and he can help us make those strong. But how does he make those strong? it's through our work. It's through our trials. It's through falling down and having to get back up. And every time we do that, our faith in him gets stronger. And the idea is not to just be perpetually lost in weakness. That, that's, that's not his goal for us is to be like for it to never get better. His goal for us is to continually have faith so that he can help us through that. Yeah. And our confidence and will just continue to increase the more that we see him showing up for us, but we have to be willing to take that first step so that he can be there.
0: Yeah. And there's a quote in here by Dr. Thomas Harris who says most people never fulfill their human promise and potential because they remain perpetually helpless children overwhelmed by a sense of inferiority. Like you said, like if we're just, I'm so terrible, I'm so horrible. I could never do what so-and-so is doing. I could never do this. We're not allowing God to work through us. We're not allowing God to make, make us better. We're just so helpless that we we're not doing anything and God can't do it on his own. We have to put in the work. We have to ask for God's help. We have to be working, God never does anything just without us taking our part.
1: But He wants you to succeed. He wants to do help you in every way that He can to help you succeed along the way. He just needs to see that you're putting forth your effort.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and as you put in that effort, don't you see that He helps you? He helps you whenever you put in the effort. And Natalie, you had a good example of that, didn't you?
1: yeah, um, Kim asked me earlier how it feels knowing that the Lord's there helping you every step of the way, and I told her a story. Um, when I first created the account, I was a little embarrassed of it, I guess you could say. I'm not an expert on confidence, so I didn't want everyone to assume that I was or that I was thinking I was. And so I started the account, but I didn't tell anybody about it because I thought, well, let me get some like good pictures up first. Let me get it. <clears throat> let me get it how I want. Let me get it to be something that I'm like happy with before I start telling people about it. And then it was taking some time for it to get to the point. And every once in a while, I'd start thinking, "This is I shouldn't be doing this. Like, there's better people doing from than me about this. Like, I don't have much exciting things to say. Like, maybe I just won't do it. And every time that I started having one of those thoughts in my mind. I have five sisters and somehow randomly each sister happened upon that Instagram (laughs) account and they would just leave the nicest message ever that would just make me feel so good and feel like, okay, I should keep going on with this. And that's exactly how Kim found it. And it just made me feel like the Lord knows that this is an important message to me that I do want to portray and that he wants me to keep going forth with it. And See where it goes and I just it's important to have that good support system with good sisters who Who are willing to give those such nice messages and make me feel like it's important and to continue with it.
0: I Love that story Um and In the article, there's a quote by President Gordon B Hinckley that I want to share and he says I believe in myself. I do not mean to say this with egotism, but I believe in my capacity and in your capacity to do good, to make some contribution to the society of which we are a part and to grow and develop. I believe in the principle that I can make a difference in this world, be it ever so small. Like Natalie, you're such a good example of that by doing this Instagram account. But Heavenly Father wants us to believe in ourselves. And it's okay to believe in ourselves. As long as we have the right attitude, we believe in ourselves because we are a child of God and we know his plan for us and we know where he wants us to go. And, and, and we know that with his help that we can do anything. And so that's the kind of confidence that we want, not the, um, kind of pride we were talking about earlier where it's without a reliance on God and the pride of, um, I'm doing this all myself or, and we don't need to have a lack of confidence either. The, just like I want my children to have a good self-worth and good confidence. Our heavenly father wants the same thing for us as well.
2: This makes me think about, um, and we were talking about this with Nat on one of our earlier discussions was this, how do we, how do we help our children? How do we, how do we, Get there. How do we give them this? I this that quote by President Hinckley is so powerful to me when he says, "I believe in myself." And this idea of worth, okay, like um, com- like confidence. We're talking about confidence, and we're talking about self-confidence. And what does that mean to be confident in yourself? What is yourself? What does your self comprise of? What 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 really matters? about, about that. And when I'm thinking about my kids and what do I want them to have, I want them to be able to say, I believe in myself. I believe in who I am because of where I came from, both as a fit in the family, because we, we used to have a, a thing on our, over our door. in one of our houses it was a vinyl and it said, remember who you are and the family name you bear. And it was overlaid over a big, it said Earl, and it had that. And that was, I, so I want them to have confidence in who they are and their family, but also they are children of God. He Mm -hmm. created them. He knows them. They can rely on him. And if I can instill that kind of faith and belief that they know that they can go out and not only do I have their back and their dad has their back, but they have God. I Mm -hmm. mean, like, think about what that means. If you believe that God is behind you.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. I know it helps me (laughs) thinking about it. Um, so let's talk about how we gain confidence because he has some really good ideas in here. Um, Natalie, did you want to read those?
1: Yeah, so one of the biggest things that he talks about is, let me get to it, is he says, um, let, he said, oh, hold on, let me, sorry, I'm just finding it. Okay, he says, one way we can practice, so he says, in other words, the Lord endows us with confidence as we practice charity towards all men and have righteous thoughts. One way we can practice charity is to be generous in our praise of others, helping them gain confidence as well. And I loved that section because I feel like sometimes if we are lacking self-esteem or confidence, we get really hesitant to compliment other people. We almost feel like it's going to take away from our, our strengths if we point other people's strengths out. And I've noticed that it just, unhappy people make other people unhappy they try to bring them down as well Mm -hmm. try to bring them down to their level so I love that he said one of the best ways that you can have confidence is to give other people compliments essentially because that and it helps build other people's confidence up when you do that as well and so that's the whole message that I'm trying to get up. cross in my Instagram account is to build other people up and have confidence in that way to do that. And so where February is the month of love, I want to focus on practicing on loving everyone. And I think that's a good challenge to issue to everybody that's listening to focus on for the month of February to compliment others and see the changes that it brings in those people that you're complimenting but also how rewarding you feel and how much more confidence you have in yourself for complimenting other people.
0: I think that's a great idea, Nat. I appreciate that. And I think it, it kind of seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? That to build up your confidence that you are giving almost like it feels like giving it away. But as you compliment other people and you do nice things for other people and you show other people love, you feel that so much more in return. And it seems counterintuitive, but really it's not because as you build up and lift up others and you feel better yourself. And I love that. And I'm glad that he talked about that and that that's one of the ways that we can increase our confidence is by increasing other people's confidence and making other people feel good. Um, the other thing that he talked about was um, letting virtue garnish our thoughts unceasingly and to, be, and to have righteous thoughts. And so I thought we could talk about um, how our thoughts... Um, play a part in that how do our thoughts play a, because he doesn't really talk about it much more than that he just mentions it but I thought we could talk about how having righteous thoughts and controlling our thoughts um helps us to have more confidence so
1: um I, well and yeah this, I completely agree with that go, go ahead, ahead Natalie Amy Oh, yeah, I completely agree with that because I think, especially with social media, where you can see everyone's life now on social media, that you can start looking at comparing, like I said, people's best to your worst. And then you can start thinking some bad thoughts about your own life and being pretty resentful to the things that you have. And so, if you have positive thoughts, it can change your whole life and your whole perspective on everything. And Amy had a good suggestion about taking inventory of your life. Yeah. And this idea of when you're,
2: when I'm trying to remember what my thought was. (laughs) Counting your blessings, taking inventory of your life. That's exactly. Okay. So the idea of being grateful and starting from a place of gratitude and that being, being grateful leads us to having more confidence because when we are looking out at others, this is, Sometimes I just have to be reminded what I was, where my crazy (laughs) line of went. But, um, we're, you're scrolling, you're looking, you're seeing other people's lives and you're like, man, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be cool? Look at what they get to do. Look at what, where they live. Look at what, whatever it is, how she looks. Um, and it is really easy to start comparing ourselves. And like Kim was saying earlier, um, Comparison is a thief of joy, and we can we can um, we can counteract that by having a grateful heart for what we have, and and we can do this. We can take an inventory, like seriously, take a notebook, write your name at the top, and and take an inventory of your life. Acknowledge that you are a child of God; that He created you. You have a relationship with Him what has he done for you? What has he given you? How through, what are your blessings? What are your strengths? What are your talents? Um, and in the course of this, you're going to see ways that you can improve and things that you would like to, to do better, but being able to focus on what we have and what we've been given and having gratitude for those things, suddenly Like this is so powerful because then you realize, yeah, they have those things. I have these things and we're not all the same. We weren't meant to be the same. We are all, we are all loved. We are all um, his children, but just like our children are all different and our children all have different strengths and we all serve and help them differently. So does our heavenly father treat us in that way in that manner. And so counting our blessings and looking out to that idea of how can, we, um, how can we find confidence because of what God has given us, I think can be really helpful.
0: Yeah. And as you mentioned, we might find things that we don't like about ourselves, but when we have confidence, we can say, okay, there's some things that I don't like about myself. I can change those things with God's help. I can change those things. Because we all have things, we all have, like we said before, we all have weaknesses. God's given us all weaknesses, and it's so that we can become strong through him if we let him help us. And so instead of having a lack of confidence, well, I'm just terrible, and I'm never going to get over this, and there's nothing I can do about it. No, we can do something about it. And let, let our confidence help us move forward. So I think another thing we wanted to talk about is how do we help our children to have confidence? Like Natalie brought up in the beginning, and she was listening to this blogger say that that was the most important thing she felt for her children to have. How do we um, instill confidence in our children?
2: One of the things that I think is really powerful for instilling confidence in our children is is how are we speaking about others? How do we, how do we show them? And, and you guys were telling a story about your mom and just how she always, it was, it was never about like judgment of anybody else. She always was just really happy. You, you guys tell, you want to share that Kim? Or well, I, go ahead, Natalie.
1: Uh, well, I just always remember my mom saying, I never get offended. You almost have to tell me you're offending me. So I know that you're offending me because otherwise I don't know because she was just always so happy and well, she is always so happy and always looking for the good in people that she doesn't have time to criticize others or feel like other people are criticizing her.
0: Right. And I I think so much about um, confidence too is what are we saying to ourselves and that our children are hearing. And so, because I think that our voice becomes our children's voices. And so uh, as we were talking about this, I felt like I was saying to Natalie, I felt like all of us girls and there's six of us have a pretty good self confidence. And we, I feel like we get that from our mom because I, we never heard our mom say, Oh, I'm so terrible or I'm not as good as so-and-so and and, look what so-and-so is doing. And I could never do that. We all knew that we could do whatever we wanted and we could be whoever we wanted. And what other people were, had no reflection on us that, that we didn't need to compare ourselves to somebody else. And I really feel like that we got that from our mom because she was, you know, she had confidence in herself and she, she, um, she didn't compare herself and she didn't put herself down. And so I think that that's one way we teach our children is by the way we speak about others and about ourselves when they're around. And so if we want our children to have confidence, we need to have confidence as well. Mm
1: -hmm right lead by example and i also think she was too busy focusing on seeing who needed help more than focusing on who needed who she could criticize and right and so like what the article talks about when you put your service in other people then that strengthens your confidence in yourself yeah she is a good she is a good example of that and
2: she must have been a good example too of standing for what was right Because Kim to me is one of the most amazing examples of just like an unwavering faith and confidence in standing for truth. Like it never even occurs, like, and I don't know if she'll ever even understand how important her example of unwavering faith has been to me over the last decade plus, because I know it's an... So we find this also in relationships with each other, and so um, like surrounding yourself with these kind of people, but certainly being this person for your children. but I know that I can rely on Kim if I'm struggling, if I'm like worried about something, whatever it is, um, when I'm presented the same way, and I, maybe this this is one of those things that I guess I really need to, to have good examples in my life. Jane Eyre is one of those books that i I when I read, I go, how did she have that moral fortitude to just stand for what was right? And Kim is also that example of like, she's amazing to me. And I need to be surrounded by examples like that, who just people who unwaveringly stand for what is right. It does not matter what anybody else says. And what a powerful confidence that she has to be able to, to lead out and have that. And as you're talking about your mom, I'm thinking it must come from that to not to take away Kim's like, you know, but do you know totally what I'm saying? That's yes. really a cool thing. Well, thank you. I really
0: appreciate that. Thank you. Well, I don't know what to say after that. I appreciate oh, that. That no. was so nice. Um, I really like this quote in here. I think it's on the, like almost the last page, second to last page. He says, I am convinced that when we obtain a witness of who we really are and possess healthy feelings of self-worth because of it, our joy in the accomplishments of others is magnified. When that joy is felt, we should share it. And then he goes on to say, um, how blessed we are to know where we came from and what we have the potential to become. Let each of us work harder to recognize the accomplishments of others as well as being aware of our own talents and successes. And let us be confident in the knowledge that the worth of souls is great in the sight of God and that with the Lord's help, we can accomplish far more than we could ever do on our own. And I love both of those quotes. The first one in that um, when we have feelings of self-worth and we lift others up and there is enough to go around. Like we don't need to be threatened by um, others' successes. There's, everybody can be successful. Everybody can feel good about themselves. Everybody can... L- help other people feel good about themselves because we compliment somebody doesn't take away from ourself and doesn't take away from our own successes. And also in the second one, um, the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. I love that because uh, thinking about my own children and being a parent has taught me so much about my heavenly father, that my children, they're, they are worth so much to me. And I, you can't even describe how much you love your children and you can't even describe how awesome they are and how wonderful they are. And you want them to love themselves and you want them to have self confidence and you want them to understand how important and how worthy and worth and their worth. And so how much more even does our heavenly father want that for us? And, and I love that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And this, um, going back just a step, and I don't think we talked about this, but this, um, like, where do we find, how can we find true confidence where, if we go back and again, this is reminding me, um, of, of, um, Kim and her, where, where does she find this confidence to, to be so bold and to be so brave in her convictions? And he says, um, with the help of the scriptures, words of the prophets, and personal revelation, we gradually come to an awareness of our true nature and destiny. Um, once we grasp th- this reality, we can obtain the faith to move forward and overcome any obstacle standing in our way of fulfilling our foreordained destiny. Um, and how powerful that is. Like, so we, we find this from the scriptures, from our prophet. And we also have the ability to receive personal revelation for ourselves and what we need to be doing. And when, we, when that is the anchor of our faith, like that's where we're going back to finding how do we, you want to grow your confidence, go back to those things. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to be able to see this, the plan for us and who we are and what our Heavenly Father wants for us.
0: Yeah. And I think as our, as our faith grows and we have that trust in our heavenly father, then we don't have to worry about what other people think about us. We don't have to worry about what the world says we should be doing. We don't have to worry about, you know, everything that comes along. Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Should I, as long as we know that we are doing what's right and that we are following our father in heaven That's what matters, and that's where we can gain confidence, knowing that it doesn't matter what everybody says about me. It matters what my Heavenly Father thinks about me, and that can bring confidence. Natalie, did you have anything else you wanted to say about confidence before we go off?
1: No. I think that wraps it up. I, the, like you guys are saying, like the biggest way to have confidence or the most important way is to put yourself into the gospel, read your scriptures, put your faith in the Lord and then go out and do the work, go Mm -hmm. out and look for those that need help that you can help them and serve them. And I think you really will find a new level of confidence if you trust do those steps.
0: Thanks Natalie. That's we so loved having you here today.
2: Yes.
1: Yes, Thanks. and I love being here. Thank you for
2: your. It, so your um, Instagram account is confident
1: self. hmm Yep. Just one word: confident self.
2: Yay. So go check out her
0: account. It's awesome. Leave her a comment, and if you have any comments, um, we'd love to hear from you. We love hearing your thoughts on our shows, and we
1: will talk to you next time.